are part of the lions. The lions is too well equipped. They're more dangerous than you realize. Hello from an exciting new set of Standard Magic, Florida. Hello from an adult indoor trampoline in a mall, Florida. <laughs> this is Anthem Alliance with Colin and Brandon. Follow-up podcast for Oh The Anthem's 160th episode, two years and 100 days. I listened. I listened. Did, Did you? you? Thank you for listening today. You can find Anthem Alliance at AnthemAlliance.com as well as your favorite podcatcher and our social media pages at Anthem Alliance Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. And send us emails at AnthemAlliancePodcast at gmail.com. I am, uncom- I am Colin Uncommon Graves. You can find me at UncommonGS. And you can find me, I go by the handle Aristocrates on YouTube, Twitter, and Medium. And as we jump into this week's episode, I would like to give our traditional spoiler warning. If you are listening to this before the glorious, wonderful, possibly drunkenness sounds of Corey and Rob's voices, you have that backwards. Which you think is the real problem, socialism itself or dictators? Oh, so pause now and go to ODAnthem.com and your or your favorite podcatcher to catch up with your main course and come back for your delicious dessert. Speaking of dessert, I was just at a baby shower, and it Noise. was a delicious baby. I mean, dessert. Delicious <laughs> desserts. Wait a minute. Can I, can I get a repeat of that sentence real quick? It was the other, other white meat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're Steven. Wow. Not Steven. Wow, Austin Powers now. <laughs> Sorry, there was a new Steven bomb that got leaked. Somehow that was on my brain. Nice, nice. Well... I uh, didn't want to do this basically unofficially and without counting, but I will say, I believe this is one year of Anthem Alliance. Woo! I think. Pretty I think sure. you're right. We've, I'm pretty we've sure. Missed, we've missed some episodes. This will be episode 48. Yeah, I did that. Uh, it's my fault. Let that be on the record. Get off my nuts, Rob. Okay, it's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> uh, we've been playing a lot of Magic, and it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My girlfriend hates me now. She also hates all card games unless they're drinking games, so... <laughs> Nice. I'll bring Cards Against Humanity. Uh, but we started at 107, and this would be 160. Oh, maybe it was last week. Anyway. <laughs> it's still wonderful. We're acknowledging cool. it now. Yeah, I think because I think our, our next episode that we talked about was the Drinko de Mayo episode, which, for those of you who know when we're recording, literally right after it. <laughs> yeah, like, they cut the stream, and we were like, bro, you ready? Like, yeah, like, go, go. and then we like started up Skype, and then we both had Audacity already open, and we were just like, right into the episode. <laughs> no stops, except we dicked around for like five minutes. Yeah, anyway. pre, pre-roll or whatever, you know, <laughs> that's what official people do, right? Exactly. But uh, certainly, uh, I, am, I am disappointed about the fact that uh, they could not get it up on YouTube. Uh, certainly a counter to see how many... Uh, how many shots they had each had and for penalties um but i came in about halfway through it seems uh maybe about two-thirds of the way through um they had i think i i i uh started watching the stream when they like showed the bottle and it was like they, they were getting through the base of the bottle they had not finished it of course but uh 
As I go in there, and it seems that Rob has had many more shots than he had last year. <laughs> um, because Rob took literally one shot last year. Yeah, that's a, and, that's not that hard to beat. And he, uh, he like, forcibly was like, ah, oh, I got a drink now. Damn it. So it's not as much of a blowout as Corey took, like, six shots. Still, uh, I think I had a good time. I, yeah. You know, one of the things, actually, that we were mentioning is we, we were looking on YouTube, or you were looking on YouTube for mm-hmm. it, but it turns out it was on Facebook. Yep. Uh, while we're jabbing into each other's ribs here and all good and fun, make sure you announce that. You announce that it's going to be on Facebook at some point because we were just in the wrong direction. And yeah, so we, not, we caught a good half of it, but we not, missed a like little bit of the startup. I checking Twitter or anything like that, and definitely... Oh, you I think mean, it would have been there? I wasn't, I was unfortunately, I believe they have made a post. A post, a, not a post, a post. A, a post. Uh, yes, they, they had a three hour time mark, uh, but not when it went. Uh, mm, well, I can make a half retraction. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, it's why don't very we fun. get uh, into a little bit of what they spoke on last week, starting exactly. from the top, clearly the Drinko de Mayo. What were some uh, highlights well, that, that you well, were that enjoying? Was, well, they, well, they dreaded <laughs> Drinko de Mayo. Um, I will say I like the more personal format. Uh, it's like, hey, in the comments, show who has a better beard. You know, Corey or Rob, give us the ha-has yeah. or the wows for whose beard is better. Let me, for the record, state, uh, Corey does not need to cut his hair. I will literally fight people. I will spend money I don't have driving across a country I can't drive across to prevent this (laughs) because hair is beautiful. And I don't know if you might have seen my pictures, but I clearly have a lot of it, and I support anybody else who wants to keep theirs. I mean, I had, like, shoulder-length hair at one point in my life, and then I looked at it, and it was like, I don't know what I'm doing this, and got it all cut off, cut off, and it was one of the best decisions of my uh, personal appearance. Eh, opinions. Uh, I, I mean... I feel like I didn't look like a girl when I put a hat on. So oh, that was that was nice. That was a good feeling. Uh, but I do – I wanted to just put this in the chat, but I couldn't remember exactly what the circumstances were. But a uh, there was a professional League of Legends player who bet uh, his hair on a, uh, a game of, of League of Legends. I believe it was one of the series. Like I think it was – it was yeah it was like the one of the (laughs) he was a former player for like the best team and that best team was going up against like the second worst team in the league and then the second worst team gets crushed in game one and and then he then he tweets out like if if tsm loses this I'm, i'm shaving my head and then tsm lost in the next two games in fucking glorious fashion oh my god they were the best games and then they like go back to the analyst desk and they're like oh i think someone put a tweet out a little while ago yeah right you're gonna have to put it up on screen and they had the uh like when you have to say you're fine but you're not really fine music (laughs) (laughs) um but you know uh i mean in my on my days off where I don't have to work, I will shower but not shave and just see how far it goes. Uh, and I mean, it gets it gets decent, decent. I mean, I still have like a bald spot on the bottom of my chin, but that's beside the point. Why does Publix make us shave? 
haters. Why, God, why? Because they uh, I've actually seen those, uh, uh, the beard hair nets, and, like, there's beard no nets, way. Beard nets, yeah. Yeah, there's no way I'm wearing one of those. You're not feeling it? Nope. Nope. I mean, like, hair nets are bad enough, but beard hair nets? Oh, oh. Make me sick. Anyway, uh... Just how this writer's strike is making my stomach sick that they can't come to resolution. I'm I'm trying to figure out why why the rules. This is probably one of those bureaucratic hoop things, but it seems strange to me that they don't have an acknowledgement that there will be a time in the future in which the establishment or the established way that media is disseminated changes. Then, as soon as we recognize that, let's rewrite rules. Okay. Because there's a huge change in media since whenever they wrote the old rules and the fact that Netflix is a juggernaut in uh, media consumption. Yeah. So why can't we just have in the rule books, guys, can we all get together if shit changes? Like, <laughs> I know I made a fancy sentence, but that's pretty much what I want is just, P.S., can we all get together if, fancy, or if shit changes? Like? Well, I will say we got uh, – the last time we had the writer's strike just after an episode – just after their episode 153 where they – we talked, well, we had the, uh, or 155, I should say, because we had the three-year anniversary, 156, 157. Oh, God. Three divided by 52 is 156. Okay, so it would be epi- their episode 157, where they talked about the writer's strike again, uh, because I errantly met, uh, talked about it at the end of our three-year podcast. Um, but we got literally blasted for saying that, like, well, if, like, Louis C.K. just had his new comedy special come up, so then he gets, like, the chunk of money and, like, well, no, because he's, like, separate from all of it. He's, like, comedy specials are just, like, on the other fucking side of the whole spectrum <laughs> for what we're talking about. Um, but I I like that idea. Just, like, we just put it in the contract that just, like, when, when things change, we'll 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 get together and be like okay how are we going to deal with this change everybody be calm about it let's let's get this right um and then you have to say like what is what constitutes the change then it's like we have there's like a 20 percent drop in people watching actual television and 15 percent rise in people that will watch the shows they would have watched on television on the internet now (laughs) On getting an HBO subscription and watching HBO shows online. Or just, hey, we put this on Netflix now and it's getting better, more views than it would on cable TV. Um, So, but certainly I don't want to see like a massive amount of reality TV. Because I would like to say that we're burnt out on it, but I know that's not true. I know I'm burnt out on it. But I don't have a TV at the moment, so I don't watch yeah, much TV at I the moment. I also don't even try to do reality TV at all. Like, I barely watch television, I guess. Mm-hmm. In terms of um, on television itself, I guess there's a couple of shows that I like to pay attention to and then get yeah. online. But uh, reality TV has never been a thing I've been interested in. I, I do question, doesn't reality television still have a script, right? I'm pretty, I'm no expert at this, but I'm pretty sure it's not literally just, hey, here's live feed of, of human beings. Like, no, there's editing that's done i wonder yeah. if it just doesn't require writers in the same sense that any actually good show does yeah that's that's some shade but <laughs> i feel like they're still written aren't they i don't know i mean but when i think of like there's two sides to that you think okay keeping up with the kardashians like that is following people around and like you can 
basically move them in any scene and it won't be noticeable unless they're in different clothes at that point in time. And, but they're like talking about a different subject or something. So how much edit editing can you do on that, right? But then I also think of like game shows, like reality TV game shows, like Survivor, like Amazing Race. Like I want, me and my family watched, like my family and I watched <laughs> <laughs> uh, four, five, six seasons in a row of The Amazing Race. Um, maybe even more. I don't remember. But like, you know, obviously you know they're gonna send them on the way and they have the cameraman with them at all times so it's like we have to we know where we're basically going next um but i don't you know it doesn't feel like there could be a script for that one but also it could be like you know if if chloe isn't feeling it that day for that shot it's just like we're not just like cut all of this stuff out because i mean they certainly try to ignore the cameras but when you can't it's like okay yeah guess we can't it becomes an office scenario right where it's like everybody's doing their thing and like one character like looks straight into the camera <laughs> i mean i i think of course the office plays it up for comedic effects but yeah it's kind of like that well yeah i mean that's that's the that's the point of the office basically that's the that's the premise is that somebody is filming there is actually filming everything um that's why they have the interview sections and whatnot. I need to watch more of The Office. I've been saying that myself for a while. I don't get through Netflix shows very well, uh, but I apparently Trump might because he's doing literally fucking nothing. Hey, um, I don't know. This isn't even directly what they talked about, but apparently House did pass his Trump care, so to speak. Plus, he's trying to repeal that Johnson Amendment, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Which one is it's, that? The Johnson Amendment is listeners? removing... Well, okay, the Johnson Amendment itself is the prohibition on uh, religious organizations from politically campaigning and lobbying directly. So the <laughs> idea is if you... Yeah, you chuckle, but that's a thing that he's actually being sued for right now from the Freedom of Religion Foundation because he tried to do an order, an executive order on it, and he's currently being sued. So the idea is uh, if churches want to explicitly be like, vote for X, you're supposed to lose your tax exempt status. Something along those lines. I think you lose the fact that people can take their deductions as charitable donations. When you're playing the tax oh, dance, okay. normally you give money to a church, you could write that off as, you know, this can be a, sure. a deduction. And so once you start saying, hey, vote for X, you're practically campaign. Yeah. And they I... don't want tax deductible campaign money. That doesn't, that doesn't help out, you yeah, know? That, that makes sense. I can, I can see what they're going, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be bad. Pass around that basket and most of this is or like 30% of this is going to be a campaign fund because we're we're going to put out signs everywhere and we're we're mobilizing for a particular candidate in the area. All right. Yeah, that's um but yes, his 100 days. I have not watched the correspondence speech, but I uh like I have in my mind that it was like the comedian that I should watch who is there and like actually I mean, he he told jokes and was funny and yeah. blasted them. Let's let's go, let's go. Um, but I think yeah. I mean, wasn't there? Um, now I'm forgetting. There was, I believe, a correspondence dinner where he said he, where Trump said he was not going to attend, and I guess he went to this one. Or am I mistaking that? 
Um, but there, I wouldn't. Are there, I guess I wouldn't are there know, multiple correspondence one. dinners? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, but that's not something like. Can we really? I mean, that's the whole point of what people said about Obama is that, like, how can you rule using executive actions? And then it's like, oh, he's doing a, Trump's doing executive actions, so he's doing the right thing. It's just like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Stop it, and and don't say that Obama took too many golf trips because, like. It, it's it's piling up now. <laughs> it's piling up how much money uh, Trump is spending of our dollars. Uh, and God, it's infuriating. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, any, any final thoughts on the Trump comment? I figure... Gosh. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to at least address that little bit of the alt-right dog whistle kind of A-OK symbol because the dog whistle is a technique where you specifically do something that only a certain group would pick up on. It sounds ominous or whatever, but I mean, if you're a turbo nerd, if you're a weeaboo, if you're any sort of fan culture, you've got dog whistles. You already, mm-hmm. you know, will use specific terminology or speak in a certain way where when you're testing the waters, you're checking to see someone's power level. If they pick up on it, you're like, oh yeah, you know, what's going on like Tierra mm-hmm. earlier just like whistled a little bit of a Hollywood undead song and the other person whistled back literally whistling to see like hey do you know about this band like you don't even have to explicitly ask them yeah. point is uh when when are we gonna care we who are we I guess I'm just nervous that the country's all right with hey we're we're just gonna yeah. have all of these alt-right type of and dog it, whistle things and that's totally cool because yeah, I guess they does, voted him in I don't know man it does tie into that the fact that it's like oh the okay symbol has be- become a white supremacy symbol. It's just like, yeah, like Pepe. Poor Pepe the Frog was just 4chan memory, and, and yeah. all of a sudden he got stolen. Yeah, I will say, um, like it was the whole time they were talking about that and had the actual picture of them up at the podium that it was like, like not in the badass sort of way, just like, like I was like, okay, they do that symbol, I'm like flipping them off. And they finished that segment with, them saying fuck you flipping them off <laughs> so i felt i felt vindicated in that way that they're not they're not doing the right thing those oh yeah those guys are not but um yeah like and the problem is he just says we're gonna talk about him for the rest of his term however long it ends up being Sadly. isn't that really sad for sure, and some people do it for a living. It's like, oh, yeah, for the yeah. Who are we? Just people online? Like we, we're not necessarily like anybody that gets bastards. paid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, well, it's something that that you wanted me to take the lead on, but uh, it's like, I mean, oh, the anthem is almost founded on the Freddie Cray case, like. It's it's super close. <laughs> like how like their first episodes to uh the Freddie Gray case and like the start of it. And I feel I feel bad though because I have well I I do listen to Undisclosed. I was not so thrilled about this season, but then I check my feed again and it's like there's already 
eight episodes up about Freddie Gray, and I'm like, oh, damn it. I don't have – like, I don't, I don't even listen to pod- – like, they were talking about they don't listen to, uh, like, the radio anymore. They're just listening to podcasts. I basically just listen to the radio now. I put my, <laughs> I, I put my iPod in for the first time in a while because I want to have it charged. So if I ever go over to uh, one of my lovely coworkers' houses, I can play drums and have my iPod charged to play drums to. Yeah. Which feels wonderful, actually. But, um, yeah. I don't know if I said it to you, um, but my dad uh, used to live in Baltimore. Uh, used to live in a row home with, like, four other ro- – with four roommates or something like that. And they all split everything. But there was a saying. It's just, like, don't, like, don't get picked up by the Baltimore police. You're going to get a rough ride. And it's not going to be fun. They know where all the potholes are. They know where all the crazy bumps in the road are. They know where the they know where the st- the, the cameras see and don't see. Um, which, as they said, it's just like, how can you let like it's it's letting a department oversee itself. It's that does that ever work? <laughs> that totally works. Hmm. Totally. There's no way that's ever gone wrong in history ever. Yeah. So, but and it's also, you know, hey, this is not something that just happened all two years ago that the the, the sentence well, the, I mean, yeah, all the all the officers are, are done being tried. They just dropped the whole case. So, justice, yay. But it's like it's still happening, you know. We we they, they told the story of the the woman who was <laughs> went for a medical emergency and then later died at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder how. Gosh, the response to that, I guess you'd think that there should be a lasting impact afterwards, at least. Like it's mm-hmm. terrible that it happened. But then, do we have a response that at the end of the day, the people that are impacted by her loss, do they ever get retribution? I don't know if the news media likes to pick up on that. I guess I get curious and I have to dig around to see, is she going to get, she, well, she's already passed, but the people around her, the people that survived her, I think is the the phrasing, right? Yeah. Are they going to get anything out of the way that she was treated? Because it's it's heartbreaking enough that it happened, but why you got to kick somebody while they're down? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just uh, so but <laughs> I think it was funny I'll, like yeah I will <laughs> Rob was like I'll fly back to Maryland and I will oversee those cameras in the mayor's office let <laughs> me at them <laughs> like, I will <laughs> yeah but then I, oh well I'm certainly he's told stories of, of the police in, in wonderful Queen Anne's County shall we say but I wonder. I wonder how he'd stack up against the Baltimore police. <laughs> Do we have, can we get like a uh, like just before the UFC fight the uh, the ros the roster list of what they've done? You know, Rob Cheek standing there, fought in. This will be his first sanctioned MMA, but he comes from the back uh, the back streets, uh, <laughs> just where a sna- Smash Bros was taking them, and they found uh, people who were singing uh, "You Are My Fire." That was a long-winded pun. <laughs> I like it though. I like it. It's got you know, long form doesn't get enough love. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. It basically just ties into the the fact of it, it's just going to this type of actions are not going to end almost anytime soon. And I am I am certainly looking forward to listening to Undisclosed. Um they have you know, they have their their structured episodes and then they have like the round table, everybody's asking questions, what are we doing right now? episodes and they're nice it's a nice balance and you really get all of your questions answered through the through the series at least and certainly they've been wonderful listens so uh i try uh, hashtag tripod right for undisclosed yeah hashtag tripod for sure there you go on a, and oh, the anthem as well and <laughs> there you go exactly gotta plug I, ourselves yeah we got that we i got the plugs in at the end of the drinko de mayo oh, uh, yeah as well that was so. good I got I I was like while they were saying the phone number I was like wait what's the phone number type the phone number <laughs> yeah you had some good good support especially because they were too drunk to to think about should we type it out for people yeah. they don't they have just, the info screen like they normally would so exactly. yeah and can we t- can good we talk foresight. about the, the the death of the sidebar I mean we're jumping we're jumping ahead to the the end uh, of their episode. Yeah, but I'm fine with. Uh, I, I've been actually a little curious about this because I mm-hmm. my YouTube, which also is Aristocrates, you should go listen to early plugs. Though yeah, yeah. the point is, I'm going to be lightly impacted in the sense that, um, I don't really depend on annotations. I don't really understand what's going in place after them. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. Whoa, who who is being maligned by annotations? Who are yeah. annotations are hurting? Or is it just we're going to get something so much better that we just got to let them go? Kind of like how Flash died out, like. Uh huh. When Flash died, it was like a lot of people were lamenting it, but it was arguably because you, you uh, mean the Flash uh, is ancient. You mean the the Flash player, correct? Not the yes, uh, human oh, what woman. A terrible accident, How dare you? Pun. <laughs> what an accident! How I promise. I promise. I, I didn't that mean it. You guys it. would be best of friends, and now you're pronouncing her dead. How no, could you do this? No, to me? no, no. I've actually always enjoyed her on episodes, and I've said stuff before where you're just like, "Yeah, you and Flash would have got along." Like, yeah. Hey. Tweet out a picture of that the the actual flash flag that you have hanging above your your computer. Hell yeah, I'm a huge flash fan, both of the human woman and the DC <laughs> character. <laughs> well, what are you hoping to hear about on the next Oh the Anthem podcast? Uh, an easy low ball is just the ah, morning after stories of Drinko <laughs> de Mayo. <laughs> morning after stories of Drinko de Mayo, great. I do want to hear them talk about the Johnson Amendment interested in uh uh-huh. you know especially because i know rob is definitely mad at campaign laws like yeah. uh this is practically an exacerbation of the way that we allow campaign funding to currently uh, uh work so it's it's gonna yeah. be bad it's a bad thing and i'm glad that he's already being sued for it i want to hear his take well i want one and or two and or multiple mentions of either may the fourth be with you or Revenge of the Sixth, which might end up <laughs> happening here. Revenge of the Sixth? That's amazing. Sixth, yeah. That, that's I've actually never heard that one. I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I have been playing a lot of D&D recently, and there was a post of May D4s be with you. Oh, D4s are good. I love that Revenge one. of D6? Who knows? <laughs> We're going to do something on D20? Exactly. Well, I, at, well we have uh, at least eight is... Uh, has a scheduled release date, so uh, definitely nice. looking forward to that. 
But you have been listening to me, Colin Uncommon Graves. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Uncommon Gaming, and my Twitter and Instagram, Uncommon GS. Uh, you've been listening to Brandon Collier. I go by the handle Aristocrates on YouTube, Twitter, and Medium. I literally just put up my video of the march in Tallahassee. Uh, so that'll be fun. The march on science and the Tallahassee half of that, even though For science? Uh, it's pretty long. It's an hour. But hey, if you're bored and you want to see whatever I snagged, I got a lot of nice local interaction with the people of Tallahassee. Nice, nice. And you can find more Oh The Anthem at OhTheAnthem.com and all their social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, their personal uh, Twitters and you know Rob's pages. There's a whole so many ways to contact them, really. But also, you can find uh, on OtheAnthem.com. You can find links to their Amazon page and Rob's books on Amazon. As always, you're listening to the Anthem Alliance podcast, the listeners podcast, part of the Ode Anthem Digital Network. Be sure to like and share the Anthem Alliance Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Anthem Alliance. Visit our website at AnthemAlliancePodcast.com. And pretty please shoot us a Gmail at AnthemAlliancePodcast at gmail.com. And that will be it for us here at Anthem Alliance. So we will see you all next week for Ode Anthem's 100 and 61st episode, which is going to be the, the Drinker de Mayo episode. So 162, we're heading to the future. Aw, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see you for 161. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Laters.